Blog Talk Radio.
Jesus, God, I thank you tonight, God, for everybody that's listening on tonight, Lord God, listening live or listening to the replay, Lord God, whenever, God, I you for them, God. I thank you, Lord God, and how you're going to minister to them all tonight, God, through your word, God. Have your way. Sit me down, Lord God, and use me mightily all tonight, however you see fit, God, for your benefit. To your name be the glory. In the name of Jesus, amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Prolific Fire, everybody. I am your humble host, Prophet Stacy. Thank you for taking the time to join me on tonight. I pray that the word of the Lord will be a blessing unto you. Let's get right into it for tonight. The foundational text 
comes from Matthew chapter 12, verses 9 through 13. There's Matthew chapter 12, verses 9 through 13, from the New King James Version. Now when he, Jesus, had departed from there, he went into the synagogue. And behold, there was a man who had a withered hand. And they asked him, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath, that they might, that they might accuse him? Then he said to them, What man is there among you? who has one sheep, and if it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will not lay hold of it and lift it out. Of how much more value then is a man than a sheep? Therefore, it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Then he said to the man, Scratch out your hand. And he scratched it out, and it was restored as whole as the other. Again, as Matthew 12, verses 9 through 13 from the New King James Version. Beloved, your hand represents three very critical areas of, uh, areas of your life. Your hand represents three very critical areas of your life. Your hand represents your work, your marriage, for those of you who have given your hand in marriage. And it represents your children, or the children you had a hand in raising. Again, your hand represents very three very three very critical areas of your life. Your hand represents your work, your marriage. For those of you who have given your hand in marriage, and it represents your children or the children you had a hand in raising. Give God your hand. Tonight's message. Give God the three most critical areas of your life. That's what God wants you to do on tonight. Give him the three most critical areas of your life where you might be experiencing a setback in this season. The man in tonight's foundational text scratched out his hand to Jesus because he needed help. He wasn't ashamed. He knew he needed help. And when Jesus told him to, He scratched out his hand because he needed help. And somebody, you know you need help. Sabbath or no Sabbath, the man needed help. He needed Jesus to help him. He couldn't work with a withered hand. If he was married with children, he couldn't provide very well for his family with a withered hand. So he didn't hesitate to scratch out his hand to Jesus. He did not hesitate like some of you are doing. You know you need to turn it over to Jesus, turn it over to God. He didn't hesitate to scratch his hand out to Jesus to give God his hand. He didn't hesitate to give God the area where he faced his greatest struggle. He didn't hesitate to give God the area where he faced his greatest struggle. Somebody right now, You're struggling at work. You're struggling with your work. Somebody else, you're struggling in your marriage or with an issue concerning your children. And the condition of your hand or hands, plural, is proof of how scratched you've been. And the condition of your hand, your hand, proof of how scratched you've been. It's proof of how much work you've put in. Look at your hands. Somebody just take time to look at your hands. 
Do your hands look older than they should? Do your hands look older than they should? Be honest. Do your hands look older than they should? That's because you need to give what you're holding on to to God. That's because you need to give what you're holding on to to God. Take your hands off of it. Take your hands off of them because somebody is a relationship you're trying to hold on to. Take your hands off of them because whatever's going on, you can't fix it. Or it would have been fixed by now. That's how I know you can't fix it. Because if you could fix it, it would have been fixed by now. Because some of you, what you're going through, you've been going through it for years. And if it could have been fixed, it would have been fixed by now. Instead, it's withering. Instead, it's just like that man's hand. It's withering. And you feel useless because you've tried everything, said everything you know to say. And still it seems God is not answering your prayers. Somebody, I know you feel like tonight that God is not answering your prayers. Somebody you saying, Prophet says, I've done everything. I've said everything I know to say about that situation, to that situation, to that person. I prayed everything I know to pray to God, and God is not answering my prayers. Somebody, you're in a lot of pain. You're in a lot of pain emotionally because you feel God is ignoring you, and you're being ignored at home too. Just imagine feeling ignored in the spirit realm and actually being ignored in the natural by your spouse because that's how somebody's feeling tonight because that's exactly how somebody is feeling on tonight. Your grief is heavy. Your grief is heavy, and I want you to know that I feel you. I feel you. But, beloved, please remember and take to heart the first five words of Numbers 23 and 19 from the New King James. Please remember and take to heart the first five words of Numbers 23 verse 19 from the New King James. The first five words, God is not a man. The first five words, God is not a man. I don't care if by man it's your 15-year-old son or your 21-year-old daughter you're having a problem with. God is not a man because God sees both genders as them. It don't matter if it's your 15-year-old son or your 21-year-old daughter because God sees both genders as them collectively as a unit. God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female. He created them. You see it? It's right there on the end. God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female. He created them. Genesis 1 and 27, King James. Again, that's Genesis 1 and 27 from the New King James Version. So now they're behaving much like the prodigal son. They just want to do what they see everybody else doing. That ain't how you raise them, but they just want to do what they see everybody else doing. And you're trying to spare them the consequences that you know will come 
from their behavior, and they, and you just and you just try you just trying to spare them the consequences you know will manifest eventually from fast living, partying all the time, getting a lot of money legally somebody else or illegally for somebody else in some cases. Still, if the process is quicker in growth than their maturity level, there's going to be problems. Simply put, if they get the money, whether it's legally or illegally, if the process to getting that money is quicker in growth than their maturity level, there's going to be a problem. If they're not mature enough to handle that amount of money, there's going to be a problem. The prodigal son definitely was never ready to inherit the kind of money he ended up with. You try to talk to them about squandering squandering all their money and hanging out with the wrong crowd to no avail. It's like it goes in one ear and out the other. I know. All of this is what the prodigal son went through. It might bless you if you read Luke 15, start with verse 11, and you will see all those things is what the prodigal son went through. But you will love the ending because he did come home. There was restoration for somebody that needs your child to come home. There's still hope. Don't give up on them. There's still hope. As I said, all these things the prodigal son went through until he hit rock bottom and was literally working in a pig pen with some pigs who were eating better than him. The pigs he was there to serve was actually eating better than him. And that's when, the Bible says, that's when he came to his senses. Somebody, you just waiting on them to come to their senses, and it's going to happen. Don't give up now. Somebody somebody else, I don't know who this is for, so I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to put it out there. God knows how to bring you down off that high. God knows how to bring you down off that high. God knows how to bring them down off that high. The man in tonight's foundational text, you must scratch out your hand to him. Like the man in tonight's foundational text, you must scratch out your hand to him. Scratch out your hand to Jesus. Stop trying to hide the situation and act like you're okay. They're okay. It's okay. When clearly things are not okay. You know things are not okay. Simply put, stop pretending. I ministered a word a few years back entitled, it's okay not to be okay. I ministered a word a few years back entitled, it's okay to not be okay. It is what it is. The answer to all those prayers that you think have gone on the answer is simply scratch out your hand to Jesus. That's the answer to your prayer right there. That's what you need to do right there. Scratch out your hand to Jesus. And by scratch out your hand to Jesus, I mean let it go. Let go of the situation you're trying to hold on to and trying to control. Let go of what's going on in your marriage. Turn it over to God. Let go of what's going on with your children. Turn it over to God. Let go of what's going on in the workplace, on your job, especially in this season. You're blessed if you have a job. 
So think of it like that and just let the rest go. In the text, Jesus made the man with a hand as whole as his other hand as his other hand. He restored his hand completely. Jesus made the withered man's hand as whole as his other hand. In other words, he evened out the situation. And if you weren't there to witness the miracle, you wouldn't be able to tell just by looking what had happened because the hand that was withered looked as good and as normal as the other hand. Jesus even out the situation. And if you weren't there to witness the miracle, you wouldn't be able to tell just by looking one hand from the other. You wouldn't be able to tell one hand from the other just by looking. What am I saying prophetically? Prophetically, I'm saying to everybody under the sound of my voice, whether you're listening right now or listening to the replay, I'm saying God is going to even that situation out. I don't even care what the situation is on tonight because I know the power of my God. And I'm telling you, he's going to even this situation out. God is making things whole. God is making things whole. He leaves nothing have done. You must understand that. He leaves nothing has have done. God don't know what it is to have step. When he makes a step, a bold step to do something, he completes it. God is making things whole. When that miracle you need hits your house, somebody, when that miracle you need hits your house, it would be like you have never experienced a withered season. It would be like your house, your marriage, has never experienced a withered season. And for somebody, just in case you ain't figured it out, a withered season is a season or a period of time when you were unable to do anything to change the situation, to change what was going on. A withered season is a season or a period when you were unable to do anything to change the situation, to change what was going on. Just like the man in the text tonight, he couldn't do anything on his own to fix the condition of his hand. It would be like things on the job at work have always been even. And by even, God means fair. And somebody by the word even, God means fair. Fair treatment. I hear no racial divide or division. And fair pay. Just give it to God. He's going to even things out. He's going to make things whole. He's going to work a miracle. Just give it to God. Give God your hand. Give your hand to God. Give those working hands of yours to God. Give those working hands of yours to God. The Lord will open to you his good treasures, the heavens, to give you to give the rain to your land in its season and bless all the work of your hand. That's Deuteronomy 28 and 12 from the New King James. For those of you who have given your hand in marriage, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So then they are no longer two but one. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no man 
separate. That's for my married folk on tonight. Matthew 19, verse 5 and 6 from the New King James Version. And now give that same hand. You know that hand with a ring on it. Raise that hand to God. That's what I want you to do on tonight. Raise that hand to God, that hand with the ring on it, for those of you that are married. Raise that hand to God as a vow to no longer be stressed, grieve over what's going on in your marriage. I want you to raise that hand, that hand that got the ring on it, that hand that was promised in that marriage, that hand that joined you to that person. I want you to raise that hand to God and vow to no longer be stressed, grieved over what's going on in your marriage, over what's going on in your house. Remember, that he is your house. Don't be grieved over what's going on in your house. Stressed out about what's going on in your house. You will not be stressed, grieved over that prodigal son. Nor will you be stressed or grieved over that prodigal son, prodigal daughter of yours. But you, but you, take your hand off of them and give them to God. But you, you take your hands off of them and give them to God. The Bible says children are a gift from the Lord. Psalms 127 and 3 from the New Living Translation. And no matter how they're acting, and I know somebody, your children are putting you through. I know it. But I'm telling you tonight, no matter how they're acting, remember, children are a gift from the Lord. So give him the gift. Give them back to him. They were a gift to you. Now turn around and give them as a gift back to him. No matter how they act, and remember, children are a gift from the Lord, so give them back to him. Now let's thank him in, in advance. Father God, we thank you for evening things out, for making things fair. We thank you for working a miracle in our houses, in our children, in marriages, and for making things whole. We thank you for no more wither season. We decree and declare no more wither seasons. No more will there be times where we feel useless, unable to do anything. But from now on, we will not be scratched. We will not be grieved, but we will turn it over to you. Because we believe and we know that you are not a man. You don't lie. You're going to do what you said you're going to do. You're going to make things even. You're going to make it fair, make it whole, work a miracle in that marriage, in that house, among somebody's children. Prodigal sons are coming home. Prodigal daughters are coming home. Marriages are being restored. Workplaces are becoming fair. No more racial division or divide. It will be fair with fair pay. I decree and declare it on tonight. In Jesus' name, so be it. Amen. If somebody under the sound of my voice, you are not saved, and what you need to give to God is yourself. You need to not just give situations to him, like the things the Holy Spirit had me to call out tonight, but you actually need to give yourself to him because you never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Now is your opportunity. If you're under the sound of my voice right now or this time next week, it don't matter. There's no time of distance in prayer. So I want you to... Get serious, get serious in this moment. 
focus your mind away from everything around you. Block it out. And don't tell me you can't block it out because we can block stuff when we want to. I'm the queen of it. You can block stuff when you want to. So block all the noise out. What other people around you might be saying and focus because this is your moment to get free. And I want you to repeat after me. Father God, I am a sinner. I know I've done and said some things that are not pleasing to you. And I give all that to you. Asking you to come in to my life. Cleanse me. Purge me. Deliver me. Make me the person you would have me to be. I believe that Jesus is Lord and that he is your son and that he died, was resurrected, and he is coming again for me. And I want to be ready. I want Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I want to break free from all this bondage that's holding me, the wrong relationship that I'm tangled up in, the wrong situation I found myself in, addictions that I found myself entangled in. I want to be free. Korean declare that freedom is coming to you tonight by way of salvation. I plead the blood of Jesus over you from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. That way, if it's your mind that's giving you the problem, your mind be free tonight. If it's your eyes that's causing you the problem because of lust, your your eyes be free tonight. If it's your mouth you got a problem with, your mouth be free tonight. Your ears be free tonight. You will be free to live a better life in the name of Jesus. No, it won't be overnight. No, it won't be overnight. For some, it'll be instant, but for not everybody. But it will happen. It's a process. Tonight, you're taking baby steps, and I applaud you because the Bible says that the angels rejoice. And just the, just the ideal of one person getting saved, just the knowledge of knowing that one person is getting saved. If they're rejoicing, guess what? We should be rejoicing. And I am rejoicing with you. And I will give you information on how to get in contact with me. So if, if you got saved tonight and you just want to shout it out, let me know. Feel free to do so. I no longer open the phone lines on Prolific Fire because everything that we deal with on Prolific Fire is serious issues, serious real issues. And I realize Hey, then nobody really wants to come on and say, hey, Prophet Stacey, that is me. What you just ministered about is me. They'll tell me in private, but there ain't nobody really want to come on the air and say that. And I don't blame you. And for the times that people have been on the air, I could tell that there was more you wanted to say, but you were hesitating because it is live on the air. So the Lord led me to make the decision to close the phone lines, but I'm going to give you the information to reach me in private. Like I said, if you just want to shout me shout out and say that Papa says I got saved tonight or I had I was in a backslidden state and I came back to the Lord tonight or I feel that I'm being bro- broken free from a lot of issues I had on tonight and or that the word really blessed me or whatever, you just wanna 
shout out on tonight. If you feel like doing that, you can call or text 865-408-8690. That's 865-408-8690. Or you can email politicfire at gmail.com. The only thing I ask you is to be serious about what you're doing. Don't get on the phone lines playing. Don't get on the email playing because I will block you on both. This is not what this is about. God told me to be here for his people, to make myself available for his people, not for somebody playing. So if you're serious, then I want to hear from you. If you're playing, go find somebody else to play with. And, yeah, I said that. Go find somebody else to play with. If you miss the number, don't worry. It's going to be up on all my social media sites immediately following tonight's service. So, Whatever you're following me on, wherever you know me from, Twitter, Instagram, one of my Facebook pages, wherever you know me from, it will be listed. So feel free to reach out, reach out. And I look forward to ministering to you one-on-one. I've gotten the opportunity to minister minister to a lot of you one-on-one since I closed the phone lines, and I have enjoyed it, except for a few people that I could have done without. But for those of you that contact me and were serious, I have enjoyed ministering to you one-on-one. And if you need to, you can call again, text again, or whatever you need to do. It's a pleasure to serve you for him, according to Romans 11 and 36. Now, the other announcements that you may need, if you need this ministry's PayPal or Cash App info, you can access that PayPal by going to PayPal dot me slash prolific fire that's paypal.me slash prolific fire or you can use the cash app so many do these these days the cash app would be the dollar symbol and prolific fire the p p and prolific is capital the f and fire is capital but the other day i I wrote it all together and none of it was capital just had the dollar sign in front of it and still came up so either way i guess but anyway it's the dollar symbol prolific fire I forgot to mention, if you would like to sponsor a child, which is the desire of my heart to get as many sponsors for these precious children as possible, you can also call the number that I just gave or email me about that. I would love for you to join me on this journey to sponsor a child. I sponsor eight children currently. I just got a new child because the other child I was sponsoring, her community got to the point that they can help themselves. And when they get to the point that they can help themselves, World Vision moves on to another community that's in need. So I was introduced to a new child. It's still eight. I was sponsoring eight before. This child just got switched with another child. So it's still eight. But I'm looking for sponsors to to sponsor more children. You don't have to sponsor eight, but I would love for you to sponsor one just to know the feeling that I get from blessing a child, to know how grateful they'll be for you stepping out and helping them. It's just $39 a month. Call me, text me, email me about that if you would like to. As usual, you can find me on Twitter at Politify on Instagram at Prophet Says and like the Politify Your Ministry Facebook page. You can inbox me on either one of those. People do all the time, so feel free to do that. The ministry's personal website is prolificfire.com. Check that out if you desire to do so. Then be sure to join us 
if you don't reach out to me with your prayer request and you don't mind saying whatever it is on the air, join me for Faith on the Line with Prophetess Paid. I'm still sitting in for her, so she's fine. I'm just giving her some time to rest and recoup after some things that went down. To God be the glory, but it's well. It is well. She just needs the time. Everybody needs time. So I'm giving her time. I'm still sitting in. If you need prayer or encouragement, join me for Faith on the Line with Prophetess Paid. I'm still going to plug your name in it, though, sis. Faith on the Line with Prophetess Paid. Friday night, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. Call the number that many of you call tonight, 347-426-3782. Call the number and your prayer request will be taken then. The phone lines will be open. I have an announcement about about prolific fire. There will be no prolific fire next Monday, September the 6th. September the 6th is Rosh Hashanah, God's New Year, and I will be celebrating God's New Year and getting a little bit of, of a break. But I will be back the next Monday, September the 13th. September the 13th. I'm undecided about September the 9th. If you've been following this ministry for a minute, you already, you should know what September the 9th is. But I'm undecided about that. But I know I'll be back on September the 13th. My advice to you about Monday, September the 6th is that you learn, if you don't already know, about Rosh Hashanah, God's New Year, because God doesn't wait until January to start his New Year. New Year is beginning September the 6th. So if I suggest you learn more about that and take part in celebrating on Monday. It's Monday at sundown, which will be 6 p.m. my time, maybe 7 Eastern your time, but 6 p.m. It goes from Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, so you may need to check into that. But I will be back. But until then, join me Friday. And feel free to reach out. I pray that you were blessed on tonight. Everybody on the phone lines, I see you. God bless you. Thank you for being there. Feel free to hang up now. This concludes tonight's service. God bless each and everybody.